The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. The Irish Independent and Doddle.ie Mortgages uh, Switching Index has found that householders may be paying a, a record average of over €7,000 in extra payments per year by not switching lenders. The lowest and highest mortgage rates on the market now have a market record gap of 3.3%. So how can we ensure that we get the best possible rate available to us. I'm joined by Martina Hennessy of Doddle Mortgages. Martina, good morning. Morning, Pat. So tell us about this massive gap, because it is huge. Yeah, so as interest rates have started to increase over the last 18 months in particular, the gap has widened between what the lowest rate and the highest rate in the market is. So the lowest rate is 3.65%, which is a green rate, but the standard rate, standard lowest rate is 3.85. And then you have rates that are right up to over 7%, so 7.15%. So if you're someone who's rolling out of a fixed rate or looking even to take out a new mortgage, it's so important to do your research or get advice. Because if you choose that wrong rate, the difference in those repayments for, say, a €300,000 mortgage is €608 per month. Now, what is um, the European Central Bank charging for money at the moment? So the ECB rate is 4.75%, the base rate as it stands now. The Irish lenders were actually slow to start to increase rates, so they've passed on about 1.5% of that increase. However, they were at kind of a 3% level anyway to start with. Okay, so they're lower than the, in in theory, they're lending money... No, they just didn't increase it as quickly as the ECB rate increased because when funding costs were zero for the banks, they were still charging around 3%. So as the ECB started to rise, they were slower to increase. But now most of the lenders, their standard rates would be around 4.75 to 5%. So they're they're in the mortgage business, which is a minimum 20-year business kind of thing. And for we'll talk about longer mortgages in a moment. Um, So therefore, they're taking a view that long-term, the ECB rates, from whom they can buy money... Uh, will fall. So I suppose there's a, there's a difference between, so the ECB rates, tracker mortgage holders are always directly linked to it, whereas the banks have their own funding mix. So to date, say the likes of the pillar banks who would have a large amount of deposits that they're sitting there paying very little to deposit holders, yeah. they were able to buffer their costs by using their the funds that they had and by going to markets then to buy funds, they were able to buffer their costs over so the last So it's a mixture of funding. It's both it is. Uh, buying money and also the money in savings to which they're paying the savers very little. Absolutely. But as the savers require a better return on investment, that's where you see interest rates going up. And we've seen that on variable rates. Okay, so who's giving 3.65 and who is charging 7? Yeah, so 3.65 would be from any of the lenders offering green rate mortgages. So you see the likes of Haven Mortgages. You also see Bank of Ireland, EBS, who would offer the 3.65% level. Now, what's a green mortgage? A green mortgage is where your building energy rating, your BUR, is B3 or above. So, like, of all the houses, the tens of thousands of houses that were built over the last, say, five years, 95% of them would have green energy ratings. So it's so important if you have a mortgage now and or you've done works to your house, for example, and you're looking at what your next rate would be, always look for a green rate because right now they are the lowest rates you can get. There's some really, really strong green fixed rates out there. Of if you're not so green, yeah. um, because you've bought a, an older house, perhaps, or one that uh, wasn't built with the same levels of insulation and so on, um, what is the, if you like, the standard rate? Walk in off the street, I want a mortgage. Yeah, next best would be a three-year fixed rate, say for the likes with Avant Money, starting from 3.85%. So they're the kind of super low rates. You'll also have some other niche rates, but they're all in and around early 4%. If you can get a rate that's fixed, maybe three to five-year fixed rates right now, that's on the 4%, you know, 
roughly around 4%. That's a fairly solid rate. But as we've said, rates go right up to that kind of variable rate at 7.15%. So who's, who's charging that? And that's with Finance Ireland. So and the non-bank lenders have been really hit because they didn't have those deposit holders funds. So, so they, they were, have to buy the money. Exactly. And immediately impacted. So they were the first to increase their rates. So somebody rolling off a fixed rate with Finance Ireland or with ICS, who are some of the non-bank lenders, will have a severe shock to the well, repayments. You'd, you'd have to move. I mean, you'd be a terrible agent you, to stay you'd, put, you'd, you? you'd think that, Pat, but, you know, 1% of all residential mortgages in Ireland. So there's 5,500 mortgages switched last year. There's over 570,000 residential mortgages in Ireland. There's by Tillets, obviously, on top of that. But only 1% switch. And with that, we're causing a lack of discipline in the market. So there's little competition in the Irish market. But if we don't start switching as mortgage holders, there's no discipline there for the banks who have the lion's share of the market to say, oh. OK, maybe we'll revisit that. Okay, so the banks don't feel they really have to compete. Well, if you don't have an active switch in the market, you really need to have that to create the discipline within the market. So I'd urge mortgage holders to look at their rates and make sure they switch if it makes sense to do so. Now, when you're in fixed, you're kind of stuck in your fixed until it finishes. But then most of the fixed ones over the last, say, seven, eight years will be fixed at very low rates. They will be. And they'll be rolling out now. So there's 66,000 mortgages rolling out in the next three years. It's 9 billion of mortgage lending with 4,000 of those rolling out by September. And they're going to have a massive shock to their repayments. So if I take even a 250,000 euro mortgage, they'd have locked in three years ago at 2.5%, a great rate. They'll be rolling out now at, you know, the kind of standard rates from the lenders at 4.6, meaning they'd be paying 295 euros a month more for the 250,000 they owe. So that on top of all of others' life's commitments, yeah. cost of living increases is huge. So it's so important. Mortgage holders really need to question their lenders with the attitude of, can you offer me a better rate? And if you can't, I need to okay. switch. Now, if I want to switch from my electricity provider to another one, uh, they do all the heavy lifting. You tell yeah. them, I want to leave. Uh, this is it. They, you give them a reading or they take a reading or whatever. And all the, the paperwork, all the, the bureaucracy is done by them. Um, what's it like when you're changing your mortgage? Well, I'm biased because we do all that heavy lifting for our yeah. clients. But in terms of the reduced document journey that's required now by lenders, in terms of the switcher packages that are there. So some of the barriers to switching were always, it's cost, it's hassle. But really, because five lenders now offer switcher packages, you know, there's there's no there's no cost to switch. You know, there shouldn't be a cost to switch. The banks And is there a solicitor involved? or There is a, there's a solicitor involved because it's a transfer title from one lender to another. But the banks have switcher costs that start from 1500 and go right up to 2% of your mortgage back in cash. So the cost to switch has been covered by these switcher packages in the vast majority of cases. And then the hassle factor, right? So people think it's hassle, but actually it's, you know, the benefits you can get by switching. It's it's, definitely, you know, not as straightforward as switching utilities. How far in advance of the ending of your fixed do you start looking for the switch? So six months, I would say, because you need to understand, I suppose, from a budgeting point of view, your repayments are going to go up. Unfortunately, that's the case, you know, if you've locked in at a lower rate previously. So six months before, just so you can plan. So, you know, from a budget point of view, what's involved. And but then in terms also, of the actual bureaucracy of the change, oh, yeah. can that happen in a month or? It, it's about roughly about four to six weeks, but I would say six weeks, six okay. weeks yeah. for sure. On the yeah. outside. On the outside. So if you're just hearing this this morning and your uh, fix is about to end in two months time, you're just about in the window. Start doing it today. Absolutely. Get the advice, understand what your options are and what you can save, but understand also that there will be an uplift in your repayments because rates have gone up. Now, uh, some of the texts coming in with the low rate of deposit interest offered by lenders, they have a very low cost of funds, notwithstanding the ECB rate. So therefore, they should not be as near to the ECB rate as many think. In other words, even the 3.65 green 
uh, or whatever is 3.35, is it green? 3.65, the other cheap one. They should be even be lower than that, given the cost of funds is low. Well, look, I suppose when funded costs were zero a number of years ago, between 2016 and 2022, the banks were still lending at 3%. So, yes, it should be the case, but that's not always commercial reality. Um, I have 55k left in my mortgage with nine years still to go. I'm on 6.75% interest tracker. Is it worth my while switching? So the good news to tracker mortgage holders is market analysts would think that the rates are going, so the tracker, the ECB have st- stopped their rate increase kind of cycle yeah. and they're looking at reducing them. Some market analysts thinks, ra- think rates might go down by 1.5% this year. Others think that is a bit optimistic. But nine years is a lot of years if it stays high for two or three years. There's money to be saved here. So absolutely, you can fix for whole of term at 3.85%. But for a lot of lenders, the minimum mortgage level is, is 100,000. So for that mortgage holder, if they're at the kind of 55 level, they'll have limited options. Okay. Uh, can you ask your guest what your energy rating has to be to get a loan on your house? That's from Andrew and Swords. I presume, like, if you've got an F rating. No, it has to be B3 or above. No, but that's for the green mortgage. For the green mortgage. But for any mortgage, is there any limit? No limit. So your whatever the energy rating is outside of that isn't a problem. Okay, because uh, some houses are, are kind of exempt. They're so old. Yeah, and listed and buildings. They, yeah. And they may not be disturbed. Absolutely. And you may even have difficulty putting, uh, you, you know, a double, triple them. glazing yeah. in. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, another one. Uh, do you have to do a full application with all the form filling if you're changing mortgage or does what you've filled in for your first application just be passed on? So if you're moving to another lender, they'll always have to assess if the mortgage, if you're eligible, still eligible for the mortgage, if you've been repaying it satisfactory. So they'll need an application, they'll need some documentation, but the reduced document journeys that have been in place now make it easier for you to transact. So it's not the big transaction where you're purchasing a home. All you're doing is moving your mortgage from one lender to another to save on interest. Now, uh, the big story today is MoCo. Who are MoCo and why are they offering mortgages that you can pay off until you're 80? Yep. So Austrian bank Bawag have released their mortgage offering in Ireland and they're under the name of MoCo. So MoCo are a new lender in the Irish market. They came into the market, looked at where they could see niches within the market yeah. and are offering mortgages. And are Bawag ones. big or Bavag, I'm ba- sure. Yeah, ba- yeah, I'm sure. I'm not pronouncing mm. it either. Um, but yeah, absolutely. So they're a big Austrian lender, big, big Austrian lender, or big lender in Austria, I should say. So absolutely. And they're a bank lender, which is key because they have resources to be able to get funds at a lower level, etc. So they are offering more mortgage terms, like all mortgages in Ireland, up to like a max term of 35 years. But they will look at mortgages on a very case by case basis up to expiry at age 80, where the other lenders in Ireland would look at age 70. Now, they will only ever offer you a mortgage up to age 80 if you can show that you have post-retirement income that would cover the, mm. the affordability for that mortgage. Because priority for banks is to get the money back, you know, yeah. from mortgage lending. So they will look at enhanced individual assessments. So on a case by case basis, they'd look at their policy, you'd need to submit, for example, a pension benefit statement to show that you have significant funds. And and would they give mortgages for things like home improvements? In other words, you think, my house, I could actually get this to a B rating or an A rating even if I had the 100 grand to do it. Yes, so all banks really will offer uh, money for home improvement. So they'll offer what's called an equity release. So many clients will come to us and say, OK, I want to bring my home up to that energy rating. And they would look to do so. So, so they release equity out of the property at the existing mortgage. And if your property then becomes a green rated home, you have that green lower rate on the full mortgage. So it's a really okay. good cost be- benefit saving. Yeah. All right. So, so someone who's looking at their electricity bills in, uh, you know, a D rated house and they're thinking, 
if I invested this, but I don't have the capital at the moment, my bills would go down dramatically. I'd save this and I could possibly quid pro quo. Absolutely. We do that for a lot of clients looking at what the benefit would be and relative to the cost. And there's so many grants that are available at the moment yeah. as well, Pat, to help you do that. Um, green discounted rates. Discount only seems to be for fixed rates. No use if you want a variable rate. So, yeah, absolutely. The fixed, the green rates are only on fixed. So you can only get a green fixed rate. Yeah, absolutely. Mortgage going from 1600 to 2400 with ICS, moving to Advent at 3.85%. Uh, so the repayment is going up from 1600 to 1850, not to 2400. Yes, absolutely. We have such huge, significant savings for clients. Avant are a really strong lender. It came to the market, obviously, in 2020. Um, and they have a switcher package at the moment, plus lowest market rates at that 3.85%. Mm. It's a big deal to switch and it's costly. I looked into it, says a texter, and it's not overnight. It takes months before it becomes effective. Uh, during COVID in particular, and especially when rates were hot, low last year, and there was a, or sorry, 2022, and there was a surge in switching, it did take longer to switch. But SLAs, so standard response times with the lenders are quicker. The documentation is easy to access because it's mainly your e-statements, your pay slips. Um, mm. And again, reduced document journeys make that timeline much quicker. If people go to you, what do they pay? Zero. Because we get paid by the lender they choose to take their mortgage with. So we handle all the paperwork and the banks pay okay. us a fee for doing so. What's not not to like, exactly. I have to say. <laughs> uh, we have a tracker mortgage with six and a half years left on the mortgage. Are we better off just to stay on the tracker? Well, I suppose it's a really decision, personal decision. But again, because it's expected that you've, you've weathered the storm, really, because it's at, it's at a peak mm-hmm. where it is now and it's expected that it could start to fall. There's flexibility by being on the tracker in that you can overpay if you have the means to do so. So right now, I think you need to get advice on it. You can lock in for whole of term again at 3.85%. So, but I would think again, you're at the peak of where the tracker is. It most likely will start to come down from this year. Uh, depositors should vote with their feet and move to European banks who are offering 35 to 4% um, interest. Always about looking at what better options you can get, whether it's deposits, whether it's mortgages, loans. You have to be savvy with your money. You have to look at what better options are there mm. and to vote with your feet if it makes sense to do so. People worry though that these might be fly-by-nights. Uh, they do, but all banks are regulated. You know, we, you talk about like it is a he- heavily regulated environment now. It's swung from one end to the other on the scale. So absolutely. Why can't we get a 50-year mortgage and then pass it on to our inheritors? Oh God, I don't know if anybody wants to take on the mortgage. But uh, Yeah, absolutely. Look at it, Japan. No, but, I mean, I think people af- do that. after 30 years, there's probably, you know, you've got loads of equity in the house at that point. Yeah. So you're handing on uh, with inflation, which will always happen, uh, you know, maybe fairly... S- trifling repayments. You absolutely, you would, but it's just not a product that's available here. I think Japanese market, it is certainly mm. something that they do, but not in Ireland. Um, I have four years remaining on a mortgage, uh, only 48k remaining. I've applied for a mortgage holiday due to a change in my work situation and decreased income. I'm 63. I was refused uh, to get this mortgage holiday as I'd had three over the years. What are my options to make life easier? I suppose the banks, it's its challenging for the banks, okay, because again, they're regulated entities. They have to make sure that they're lending prudently. So if somebody has taken mortgage holidays previously, it's probably a wider discussion they need to have with their lender. So they need to speak to the lender and say, this is unaffordable for me. I need you to help support me. I am X age. I have this mortgage balance left. Yeah. What can you do to help me? Because this is unaffordable. So the banks have a requirement to, you know, speak with their clients to try and come up with affordable solutions for mortgage They holidays. have an obligation to do that. They do. Regulatory obligation, absolutely. Okay, so it doesn't seem like it's a, a huge amount to to be paid off maybe 
between now and when the person is 77 years. There's perhaps an arrangement that they could come to with the bank that's not a mortgage holiday where you pay nothing. Maybe there's something else mm. like an interest only period. Maybe there's something like an extension of the term out a little bit higher depending on what the current extent mm. or current term to expiry is. Uh, how do you deal with arrears on a mortgage? Yep, so the mortgage arrears resolution process is put in place. All banks have to adhere to it. So you would, first of all, if you feel like you're going to be going into arrears or if you're currently in arrears, it'll be engagement you have with your current lender. And it's so important to engage. If you feel like one of these mortgage holders who are rolling off and going to have increased repayments and it's not going to be affordable or if your mortgage isn't affordable, you have to speak to your lender. Again, they're regulated. They have to come up and help you come up with a solution that will work for you. The worst thing they want is non-responsive and to go into arrears. So tackle it early. I mean, from the bank's point of view, they may play hardball, um, but at the same time, if you stop paying and they have to take legal the cost for them. It's of no benefit to them. Absolutely no. no benefit. So they do look for solutions. So I would say engage. I know it can be frustrating. It can be daunting. It's a hard thing for somebody who's in financial difficulties to go to their bank, yeah. but it's something they have to do. And then you're 63 years of age. You're in this difficulty with decreased income and you go into the bank and you meet some whippersnapper just out of college who has no empathy. It's a problem. And and I think, you know, that's why you have to keep pushing to speak to somebody who, who can make a decision. And that's sometimes the problem in branches. You don't meet somebody who is a decision maker and it can be frustrating. But open lines of communication always. There's special teams within banks that deals with more, deal with mortgage arrears. So definitely speak to one of those. Martina Hennessy of Dottle Mortgages, thank you very much for joining us and helping out our listeners. Uh, you've answered many of their questions. Now, let- the Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance weekdays at nine a.m. on News Talk.